We've got Dave Greenway on the line because today is Take Tuesday. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good news. Great, thank you. Dave, what's going on with uh, Transnet? Okay, so um, on July the 22nd, so that's what, uh, five days ago now, mm-hmm. um, Transnet said that they've had a massive cyber attack. So we don't actually know the details of it because they're still under investigation. So we'll we'll have to find out some details once they start uh, closing it up. They have said that um, most of their so it's, it's Transnet ports, uh, their four major ports, uh, the four major harbors essentially, and it's affecting all of the the processing of uh, pretty much every shipment coming in and going out, oh, which goodness. affects you know pretty much the whole of sub like the southern half of Africa because we run a lot of the countries that are landlocked in Africa, in southern Africa at least, use our ports uh, to get all of their stuff done. So it's it's actually quite a serious thing. Um, obviously, there's there's been a lot of cyber attacks recently on um, companies, sort of major companies in the U.S. Um, there's been some infrastructure that was hacked, so um, a pipeline that transported natural gas uh, to the eastern seaboard in the States, uh, one of their largest meat uh, manufacturers, and they've been paying out huge ransoms, you know, in the tune of like $20 million kind of thing. Um, and so th- there's a wonder, you know, if this is part of, if, if we are to believe the whole thing about, you know, potentially uh, people trying to, you know, overturn the government here or create some sort of chaos that, you know, would be difficult for the government to be able to deal with if it's part of that if there was an outside force that's doing it, if it's people just taking advantage of the fact that, you know, South Africa is not exactly, especially our government entities, aren't exactly the best resourced in terms of, you know, cybersecurity and stuff like that. Maybe it's just an easy target. So lots that we need to know. But uh, if you are expecting a delivery to go out or come in via the oceans and the ports of South Africa, add three weeks to it. Just but, they've like been, a, but they've been largely playing it down, right? Just calling it a disruption in the IT network and really nothing major. Does It, it hasn't really seemed too alarming, but now that you, you, you know, you, you're breaking it down for us, it sounds like a huge security intrusion. Yeah, so, um, you know, the first time most of us heard this term, force majeure, was during uh, COVID, the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, it's, you know, act of God, something's gone wrong, and there's a clause inside a contract that allows you to exit your terms of the contract. So as a port, you've got a certain amount of hours and or days where you have to be able to uh, load or unload uh, a ship. And all of these contracts with all of these shipping companies include mm-hmm. a force majeure um clause, you know, if there's something outside of their um, their purview, something that they can't deal with, um, that they have to delay, that they can't be held legally liable for those delays. And they've enacted that for two to three weeks worth of delays. So however much they're downplaying this, they're saying that the, the knock-on effects could be two to three weeks worth of delays at the moment. That's if they get everything up and, uh, up and running. So... There's and there's uh, suppliers and companies that have also declared the same clauses in their contracts and enacted those because of the the knock-on effects that they're seeing, you know, of raw materials and things not getting to their manufacturing plants. Mm. So, as much as people are saying, you know, trying to play this down, I think that's just you know not to cause any more chaos than there already is. Mm. But there are effects, there are economic effects, definitely. And so, uh, you know, as if South Africa didn't need more of this, like it's going to be interesting to see where it comes from. It's the last thing yeah. we need, right? Okay, so yeah. I know you also want to talk about, is it Yoko? It is, in fact, Yoko. So from bad news to good news, 
Mm -hmm. uh, Yoko, which is a South African payments startup. You might have seen their little uh, credit card or debit card processing keypads at uh, shops. Um, so, you know, you arrive there, they don't have the normal credit card machine. They've got like a tiny little blue and black uh, credit card swiping thing. Uh, that company is Yoko, um, and they've just gotten a huge second round of investment in. It's over a billion rand worth of investment that they've got in. And they've said that they're hiring more than 200 staff. They're going to be growing across. Their plans are to grow across Middle East and uh, Africa. These, there's some huge international investors that have come in here, and it's locally launched. It's uh, four guys that started the company, um, and apparently they're doing really amazing things. I've got a friend who knows all the founders personally, and every time he talks about them, it's always in the, the absolute glowing terms. <laughs> and uh, apparently, so three years ago, they got their first, sorry, three years ago, they got their second round of funding, so this would be their third. Mm. And they had 30,000 merchants. Now they've got over 120,000. So obviously, you know, lockdown's been good for them, like over the course of things, because people don't want to touch cash anymore. So people are using cards. Mm -hmm. So things are going well for them. And it's amazing to see a success story of a South African company born and bred, you know, born and bred here and doing well on the international scene and attracting massive investment. Yeah, it's definitely a feel-good story, especially after the looting and cyber attacks and all these other stories, right? Exactly. So let's talk about the Tech Tem of the Week. Uh, tech term of the week this week is Pegasus. It's a spyware that was developed by a private contractor in Israel, and there's a whole bunch of um, talk about it. Uh, it. It's not anything new. Uh, essentially, it's spyware that is used to unlock data on people's phones. So uh, there's the, the new attack that they have is they send you uh, a message. Your phone opens it. It's a message with an image. That image doesn't actually have an image in it. Your phone just decodes it as an image unlocks the phone so that they can spy on it. It's used by government agencies. And the big thing here is that there's a, a list of people whose phone numbers were apparently um, hacked, hacked or, or, using yeah. the software. Uh. And one of them happens to be Cyril. Yes, we so, did see this. Yes. Some local flavor on this one. Um, obviously, there's a lot of fallout on this and a huge amount of data and a lot of he, shared, he said, she said, and because this is used by governments, there's a lot of data that's not going to come out about it because, you know, they don't want to, uh, you know, lose clients by virtue of, you know, releasing state secrets. So a lot we don't know. There's about 37 journalists around the world, I think, that are currently working on this. A lot of publications have gotten together uh, to form a group. And so we're learning more and more every day, but something to watch because it does actually involve us. Yeah, because apparently he was targeted by, allegedly, he was targeted by Rwanda. You know, there's there's a lot of allegedly going on these days. Um, so until I see hard data, I, I, I don't trust anything. <laughs> but I also don't trust the people that are saying it's not them. So... Um, I'm in. I'm in one of those. Like, so let's wait don't and see. Anyone moves. Yeah, yeah, let's wait and see. Let's let's wait and see how this all unfolds. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah, you too. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. That's Dave, Dave Greenway. Is his name Dave Greenway? Our tech blogger.